listening to the Wisdom, Truth, and Freedom Podcast, where we share our wisdom, speak the truth, and enjoy our freedom while we discuss topics that impact our world through the lens of our different views and backgrounds. While we're not experts, our opinions are expertly held. A lot has happened. Um, uh, I don't, did anyone watch the debate last night? The, uh, I didn't know. I don't have the stomach to watch. <clears> I was ending my vacation. I didn't rough. want to end it on that note. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard some commentary about it. And it was pretty rough. Um, are the and this is not to be funny. Are the Democrats even interested in the debate still? Oh yeah, yeah. Because my uh, my uh, daughter-in-law. Well, she's not my daughter. My, yeah, she is my daughter. And her, her, uh, her child were talking to me about it. Okay. So they were looking to listen to it. Are they are they inspired by any of these candidates? I didn't get that far because uh, <laughs> we don't we're on opposite ends of the poll. Regardless of she wants political. me to listen to Rachel what, what Maddow, you? You, and I I stopped you, uh, there. You know, you, I won't. you interact more. Are are people inspired by anybody? None of my liberal friends watched it. Or have been cared. There you go. He told me that. That was telling. There you go. It is telling. It's extremely telling. And obviously, my conservative friends are think it's a laughing stock and are. I mean, this is your champion. Like whether they think the fix is in, I'm sure there's a percentage that think the fix is in, and there's a percentage that think, you know, I'm a Democrat, but this is ridiculous. That tends to be an older crowd of Democrats. I think it's. I think there's too many. I know we're a year out, but. That is like I'll just wait till it you know yeah slims but down. it's it's really down to three or four. It was the same thing with the Republicans when Trump. I mean, in the beginning it was all back and forth, little mm-hmm. Mario, all this other stuff, blah 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 blah. And then <laughs> then it uh, there's it no question of, you have four or five who do you of think them. The top three are uh, Warren, okay. Biden. Ugh. Yeah, no, no, no. no I believe you. I believe yeah. you. Warren, Biden, and uh, uh, the socialists, and, the and, communists, uh, and Bernie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Kamala. I don't think she's fourth. I think Kamala is far could, I don't think she will, but I think she could pose a rivalry for Trump. I don't think Warren is beating Trump. Biden no, is definitely not beating no. Trump. They Bernie were, is definitely not beating no, Trump. Even, even Glenn Beck this morning was talking about that, said they're all mincemeat in a debate with Trump. But if because, Biden can hold on, Kamala would be his excellent running mate. Uh, they're talking about Tulsi Gabbard. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know about as that. Biden's. That some people but he's, think he's got to also hold on. Some That's people think he'll, he'll some he'll people ensure. think the deal has already been made. Not necessarily, maybe not vice president. Some people think she wants to be then, then secretary he'll of defense. That he doesn't win because one, she she's not giving him any points. <clears throat> uh, she's no, she's been defending him. <laughs> sure, she's. But yeah. I'm saying she's not going to give him any points in the polls. She's a nice enough lady. I don't think I haven't heard her say anything so crazy. Well, no, she's, I don't think she's on the public radar enough to boost him, right? And that, or to save him, because he keeps saying wild shit. Like, he, um, what was last <laughs> night? Well, actually, it's it, it. They were picking on him for a statement. What did that he, he say made. the other day? Uh, he used the wrong word. He, well, oh, that's yeah. not strange to me, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, but you're at least like intentional. Like, I am saying this on purpose. He yeah. says stuff. He's not with it, Frank. Yeah. He's. Oh yeah, listen, I'm not supporting he, him. Listen. I remember, and I'm not saying he's on his way out, but I remember when my father got older, a little older than him, it happens quickly. It's, it's, 
at least at least at least that's my experience i thought my father was all there and about a year and a half later boom well he'll be older than he would be older than reagan oh yeah how about the campaign releasing his comments when he found out that his son had gotten on the board of uh, the burisma board he said well son i hope you know what you're doing (laughs) how is that to to uh suggest or imply that yeah why are you even on that board if you ha- you're not even qualified? You know, and I don't yeah. hear the media talking about that statement. I mean, th- that you is classic, um, a bumbling idiot type of uh, an in- actually uh, more in out of innocence, saying the obvious. Mm-hmm. You, you know, for me, because of my background, and I told <clears throat> you guys how I got involved or almost got involved with some, we would say wise guys in the Bronx, and my father heard it down in Florida, made a call to me, saying. Stop what you're doing. Biden is not even a good parent because he knows what the child was doing. He knows it wasn't the right thing to do. I'm, I'm talking morally, ethically. I'm not, I'm not saying they broke the law. I'm not smart enough for that. But, you know, the, uh, the Yiddish have a term, ganif. Have you heard that? No. A ganif is someone when they go to the trough or anything else, takes way more than everybody else. It's okay to take your your part if you're going to be a crook, but when you get over the edge, wow. you're a ganif. You just want to you're, wet your beak a little. Yeah, you just the Italians would say, let me wet my beak, and this guy puts his whole head in it. And that's, that's what my father realized with, with me. I was going the wrong way, and I was going to put my whole head in. And he should have been mm. a good father to say, hey, first of all, morally, it's the wrong thing to do. You're getting money for something you have no knowledge of. And whether you understand it or not, he's not a dumb man. This is going to look bad. Yeah, but he's not a dumb man. He knew, I had to believe he knew, that his son was getting something because of his position. Now, whether it was going to affect Biden's actions or not, the person believed it was going to, because no one gets, and the numbers keep on changing. I heard the numbers keep on changing how much he got. But in the real world, who gets paid for something that they don't know? Did you think he acquitted himself uh, during the most recent interview? No. I think he dug himself even deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Um, no, I think they're, they're making little comments, like you said, they don't even realize they're making Did you catch when they asked him, when the interview, which, by the way, again, softballs all around the interview questions. But did you catch when he was asked, so did you make even a penny? He says, no, not even a penny. But what he's not really saying is he didn't not say the, he didn't get paid. There's a difference. No, it's, no, it's, no. He he was trying to say that he did not get paid. But the reality is, is that apparently now it's coming out that all the 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 uh, the money that he supposedly got was not in cash, was in equity. Listen, it's no different than Warren Buffett when he compares his secretary's exactly. salary to him. Exactly. The compensation is the compensation. <laughs> Whether, whether you get it in salary, a check, or you get it in dividends, or you get it in any other way that they want to distribute it, the bottom line is what the hell did you get for what you did? Exactly. You know, and when he says he yeah. didn't get make it's money. because he hasn't cashed it out yet. Yeah, he's talking about one aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know. So, but but any, any uh, decent journalist would have come back and dig into that. Instead, they let him go by. And I also found out, interesting, how one of the other questions, as the interviewer was asking, the interviewer herself said, which, by the way, 
this is her talking. So, uh, so what about this, uh, Hunter? And which, by the way, every agency that I know has already asserted that no, you didn't do anything wrong. In other words, putting words in his mouth, giving him, yeah, giving him an out already. So right away, you knew that uh, the interviewer was every biased. single article. I just read an article today on the, not the stuff going on with Giuliani, and every article says. No matter who it's written by or who, they all say oh, it's already been discredited. Yeah. Yes. By whom? They yeah. stick by that whom? in everywhere. By, by whom? whom? By mm -hmm. whom? Exactly. By whom? You want to knock but, your socks off? Regardless of what you think again, of Glenn Beck, go back to last week's um, The Blaze. Chalkboard. The Blaze. Did you see the chalkboard yep. 10 days ago? Mm -hmm. Before you left, right around the time you uh, left? Yep. There's another one this week. The response to that was so positive. He's got so many subscribers to The Blaze signed up. That he's that he's able to afford a whole new, but that thing went on for three hours. It was so complicated, but holy cow! Now, but if you can if you can point for point, if you can refute what Glenn Beck has put together and all this, and uh, what's um, what's that uh, reporter that he refers to all the time? Uh, not Samuel Solomon. Solomon, John Solomon. Mm -hmm. If you can refute that point for point, then then go. But no, they, they won't. They won't refute a point. Yeah, but point. It's, it's interesting to me how they they're looking for to the law to judge whether he did something right or wrong, and there's no moral or ethics. But when they talk about Trump, there's no if he if he obeys the law, such mm -hmm. as separating the kids mm -hmm. from their parents when they're coming over, think, oh, this is immoral. This is something we have to stop him with. He didn't break the law. The law actually says that. Mm -hmm. So they apply two different standards yep. for Trump, and moral and ethics. Else. This this young man, in my mind, maybe didn't break the law, but he definitely moral and ethically took advantage of a situation that was I, that, I, that was him, that was I beyond. He, with... he should have took a slice of pie, but the, the Gavone ate the whole damn thing. There's an awful lot of. Uh... I think that's insider trading, and that is breaking the law. So, well, no, because I don't know if it's insider trading for him because you, you know what? The Congress people do inside trader all the time, and it's sure, illegal. Sure. They are they are uh, immune to that law. Well, no, you just had the New Yorker that was thrown in jail. He just resigned two weeks ago. The New Yorker? The New York congressman. He and resigned, but— He resigned, and he's, he's you know— uh, I just don't understand. I, I get people don't like Trump. That's fine. Let's separate that. I don't understand the affinity and love for Biden to protect him so yeah, violently. I, I was just going to ask that. It, it's why not, why is the media covering Why do people like him? I well, don't if, think... this was, if this was uh, uh, Barack Obama, I'd be like, okay, I get it. He's your darling. You love him. Cool. But Biden, he wasn't even yeah. the So why is the media covering for him? I want to know. Because why? Once they, I want to know that. It has nothing to do with Biden. They don't like Biden. They know now already. It's all a referendum win. on Trump. No. no. Once they get into the bottom of this, and this is where what what Beck has done. Once they get to the bottom of this, all this the pins, the all the pins start the falling. Okay, there's there's so billions they, they of dollars missing. Interest. There's okay. billions of dollars so missing. They're, they're protecting him in a vicarious because way. It's the tip. Uh, if that goes in, there's people investigating. Well, why is the media protecting him? Because the media, because they know. Because if, you, if we keep digging. If we let, if we get here as liberal, they don't want their side. Okay, so to that's lose. I get that's where oh, I was yeah. going. So this will affect the media life. because they are in the tank. And it's like we spoke about, and I again, oh, this is, again, I heard it on Glenn Beck. All the people from, not all, a large part of from Clinton and other 
uh, campaigns are now working for Facebook and all the, I gave you the article, uh, all these other internet organizations and they're sort of manning the, the walls not only to that, make sure they nothing over, gets through that's going to affect them. A lot of those same people were also apparently over in Ukraine. So once one Biden and it's it's the tip of the iceberg. So much so that Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck is like, you know what? Big deal. That's nothing because mm-hmm. there's tens, if not hundreds, hundreds of billions of dollars missing for our money, tag, American tax money, missing over there through mishandling. Through it, uh, yeah, it's, it just it's, frustrates yeah. me to to no end that they are so critical of Trump and uh, oh, of, it's embarrassing. Of, you know his it's, his dealings. But you want to elect this gentleman who, at the very least, is engaged in suspicious activity. Like Frank, I won't fully say he's committing crimes, but at the very least, there's there's smoke. And you're okay with that? You want him to be the president? So, okay, no, it's so what's new? They did it with Kennedy? They, uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders? The whole issue of Bernie Sanders and his wife oh, yeah. with that college? They're not covering that. Right? They don't cover mm-hmm. that. They don't, they don't cover anything. So, it's, it's, so it's, it's, what you're saying is the media doesn't cover certain topics that impacts them because they they don't want their own party to be damaged. If you have a D next to your name mm-hmm. in the, okay. <laughs> the well, there's so much more there that doesn't involve. You know, I, I'm sure most of the Democratic Party so doesn't think very <laughs> highly of Joe Biden. But if they get if they scratch beneath the surface of this whole Biden controversy, they're going to get much deeper. So that explains. And it may then, it may lead to the gods. The it's going to lead to the Obamas. You know, and it's going to lead to the Clintons. Okay, so Listen, then look, the, how much money did Obama drop off in Iran? Cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like when we were kids, the big thing, cash. You know, <laughs> cash. No, he did cash yeah, in the plane. And it, come on now, about John Podesta's brother is heavily involved. So, John Podesta there. closes his uh, shop the day after what's his name got it. John Podesta's brother, who was oh, a, yeah. uh, right. he closes his shop the day after. Mm-hmm. A business that's making money. Now, right. I've owned businesses. It, I've closed some of them, but it took a long time because I was making less money. When they were making money, I wasn't closing those businesses. Right. Right. I don't care what, but this guy had some, ready to someone knock on the door, and they were going to have a piece of paper in their hand that said, tag your it. Yeah. And he said, I'm getting out of town. Yeah. No, it's it's that's why it has nothing to do with. Has okay, nothing so then to, it actually, makes I sense, would think uh, they want us to focus on. They'd love us to just focus on Biden and think that's the big thing. It's not. So the project Veritas then is very timely, and when they get uh, uh, Mr. Zucker, Zucker, Zucker saying the things that he was saying and showing the bias of not only himself but the company that he runs. It, so it is what you're saying. Uh, it makes sense to say that. They don't want their own biases, their own whatever, whoever they support to be uncovered because it will come crumbling down. And their focus is to to do away with Trump in whatever by whatever means. And that also explains in my mind why some people around some circles are floating the idea of Michelle Obama running, because they know that they don't even like. In fact, Jeff Zucker said it in in the uh, Project Veritas video that uh, he was mentioning some of the uh, candidates are saying, no, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. You know, almost as if to say they know that the line of candidates that they have are no match for Trump. And so that's why impeachment, impeachment, impeachment is the only way. I mean, you see more and more stories coming out about the, the groundswell of support 
uh, and I think uh, I think the, the the what you see in the rallies that has got to mean something. It means something to us, but who's covering it? it the next day, what do they do after that? We saw you saw both of Minneapolis rally and the New Orleans, and, and rally. that's a blue state. Right? Minneapolis is a blue state. Twenty thousand people got in. Twenty thousand people didn't. But the press say it was two thirds full. Yeah, right? twenty thousand people were in a parking lot. That's of course that's how they counter it the next day. So, so we all agree that. Did you see the interview with Hunter? No. No. Oh, did you, Tom? No. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll cover it some other time. I'm sure more and more is going to come. But uh, they were talking about the timely the time uh, the timeliness of it just before the debate, almost as if to uh, give Biden some cover and say, "Well, yeah, it's been covered." And my son himself said that he did nothing wrong, but. Anyhow, it was a little weird. Uh, it kind of threw me off. I, I kept thinking the whole day, why is this happening? Why is his son coming up and giving an interview on the day of the debate? Um, they, they, have to, front of it. they have to throw so much flack up. You know, when you have radar, right, you throw the flack up to yeah. confuse it. That's what, that's what they're doing. Because also you have, well, it's been delayed now. The end of the month, you have the IG report. And the more it gets delayed, the better it is, I think, because I think? I think it's going to be. You know, the IG report is going to be extra, extremely damning to... You think that the more it gets delayed, the better? I the just think they the have election? so much. Yeah, I think they... I have no... I would be surprised if people aren't haven't turned. You know, I'm sure. I don't know whether it's Lisa Page or whether it's... Or whoever in that whole mess. Some, somebody's talking. Somebody's definitely talking. And when that comes out, I mean, it's just... So they need to throw up as much distraction as possible. <clears throat> But I hope that the, the conservatives or the Democrats are smart enough to plan this, you know, I hate to say it, but to plan their strategy, uh, you know, time-wise in, in terms of the election. You know, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, it's like my wife is very impatient. Why, why is this stuff not coming out? Well, do you want it to come out now? Or do you want it to come out six it's, months from now? You know, as we're it's getting tough. ready to vote. The deep state is as real as it gets and we're seeing and uncovering more and more. And the deep state, by the way, in my opinion, is made up not just of liberals, but a lot of never-Trumpers in there oh, yeah. as well. Um, what about the, uh, just to change it up a bit, so about uh, the Ukraine call. Um, so what do you guys, what do you think, Tom, uh, uh, Frank, quick pro quo? Was there, I, was there listen, one? Listen, I don't, I don't know what was left out because uh, everybody says the transcript, but from my understanding, there really, really isn't a transcript ever since Nixon. They don't record anymore. I, will, I read that there, there's four people that listen to the conversation and then put their notes together afterwards. So it's not exactly verbatim. Right, right. but um, the rest of the process is then, then it gets turned into the, the, the rest of the people like Pompeo reviews yeah. it and a few of the other uh, mm -hmm. Big wigs, and so if there's something that is not appropriate or right, those people would, uh, in other words, they have to say yes. This is it. This is the final one. Yeah, so, but you know, my big thing with that, and again, how many of us want all our conversations edited? The conversations I have with you guys are not the conversation I'm going to have in front of other people, to some extent. But how do you? Who who's saying that it was edited? I'm not saying it's edited, but there's a point at which you're entitled to some form of um, what's the word I'm privacy. looking for? Privacy. In oh, other words, course. but it's not a cost with no, him. But, but no, no. But the, you're talking about the fact that I got leaked out, and he was forced to. 
Yeah, not to, just uh, leaked out. out. Now they want to. I thought you were to... talking about the veracity of whether the transcript is accurate or not. It, it's, it's. I think it's multifaceted. Is it? How accurate is it? Is it 100 well, percent accurate? 90 percent? What's left out? I really don't care because my... you know what? I think the president or anybody is entitled to their comments to, in, in a discussion. It's not part of the public knowledge. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so a, a small point I want to make. Um, if it was not accurate, there are so many people that are responsible for what was being said that have to approve that what, what was said was accurate, that this would have come out, including people like Pompeo or anybody else, any of the four or five bigwigs that had to approve, um, because the people that are taking the transcripts are way down, and then they submit it up to their supervisors and so on. My point is, is that somebody would have raise their hands and say, oh, wait a minute, that's not accurate. It's no different than being in a conference and somebody takes minutes and then just before the next conference meeting, the minutes are distributed among the parties and everybody has to say, uh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, no, change this to that. That's that's what this is. I, I so understand that. I, but... I tend to think that the transcript was as close to verbatim with the exception of the language barrier that existed there between what the uh, uh, other... Uh, uh, Zelensky was trying to say, which he sometimes he, he doesn't speak very fluent English, and he may have used the wrong verb, the wrong uh, passive mm -hmm. or active verb, or whatever. That's the only thing that I would question. But when um, it comes down to you say tomato, I say tomato. If you want to see something there in a word, they're going to see correct. something there. That's what it comes down correct. to. The glass is half empty, half full. It's perception. So on that argument alone, on the fact that whatever you want to see, you will see. They lose, in my mind. Why? Because the quid pro quo aspect of the conversation, they're attributing to the when he said a favor. And it's clearly, I mean, I have pulled it down and I, 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 uh, I printed it. Uh, I read better when stuff is printed than online. And he said, listen, I need you to do me a favor. It was completely regarding the, what happened with crowdsource and what happened with the uh, the leaking the leaking of the emails of the uh, DNC, way past had nothing to do with the arms or anything else. So so it, it but I don't I actually I don't think Trump has done a very good job explaining that, and I often think that he's so far removed or uh, you, you you I always say I always think that I'm listening to this and I'm hearing this and I'm thinking that they are but. They're moving so fast, and they're in a different. They're in a bubble, and they don't always see what we see. Perhaps they don't want to see what yeah. we see. And but, so, but also, the Republicans aren't pointing out the past. Yeah, Do you exactly. remember when Obama said to Netanyahu uh, about the yeah. what would happen at the election? Now he would, I'm going to say, do certain things that was affecting reaching yes. in yeah. to. To the Israeli election, well, but nobody no, it was even uh, to and Putin. even and even oh, yeah. and, and even Brexit. He was talking about them when yes. it first came up. Exactly. That's that's, that's interfering. Exactly. That's interfering. Exactly. You know, but I mean, no one even no even one the... points that out. Or when he turns around and said, "Listen, tell the uh, what's his name, uh, Vladimir, after right. Right. after, after the, election, the election, uh, uh, you have... we can really talk." Like I'll I would say, flexible. we're going to talk. No, the, uh, <laughs> Ukrainian the Ukrainian president even said, "I had no idea that the aid was being withheld. I didn't exactly. even know it was being withheld. Exactly. So how would they?" It's not exactly. even close. I'm sorry. Now, here's it's another aspect close. of this whole call that I have not heard anywhere. I heard it on um, by, in passing in one of those obscure uh, radio networks, and it caught my eye, and I actually printed it. And I have it here because I 
you know, I had to see it for myself. I have not heard anyone talk about this. It's 32 pages. You know what this is? This is an agreement between the United States and Ukraine signed by Clinton in 1999. Mm -hmm. And I'll read, I'll read off just the first page and you'll get the gist of this. Um, <clears throat> I know what it is, Glenn Glenbeck. He focuses on that extensively. Um, it's an agreement. It's, an, it's to, an agreement to fight corruption and to share information. To share information and to corroborate for all criminal matters. In mm -hmm. other words, it says, it says, the president, I have the honor to submit to you the tr treaty between the United States and Ukraine on mutual legal assistance in criminal matters. Uh, and so it was signed in Kiev in July 22, 1998. And guess what? It was ratified by Congress. You know, but figures don't lie, but liars do figure. You ever hear that expression? <laughs> and that's what that's what they're talking about here. No, listen to what you said. Repeat what you said. The treaty covers mutual legal assistance in criminal matters. Okay, stop there. The question is whether the, the law was broken. We can go back to Biden's son. If he didn't break the law, even though I said morally or ethically, that's the loophole they go to because he didn't break the law. Yeah, but how do you know? How do you find I, out? You find out. What, I'm not saying not he, to find out, but that agreement, he, that agreement is saying that he would have had to break the law. And everybody else says that Biden's son no, technically didn't break the law. No, no, sure. but this is this is an agreement that the United States, namely the president, I could understand. go to Ukraine and say, hey, help me with this investigation. Criminal. The word criminal is there. I'm, listen, I believe the guy's a son of a bitch and something should happen to him. But the point is they're looking for loopholes and I'm listening to you and playing their game. And, and Tom's a lawyer. The word criminal is there. And until you can prove he's a criminal... Frank, I think you maybe you're, you're assuming that assistance is when somebody some matter has already been adjudicated as criminal, and that's not what this is. This is in a potentially criminal matter. In other words, while I investigate whether it's criminal or not, we need your assistance. Right. And by the way, I want to say there's a similar agreement signed much much more recent with China. Mm -hmm. So when right. Trump goes out and says, "Hey, if, you, if the Chinese want to help in this." So my back to my original point. I have not heard any network, anyone, bring this up. But well, why would they? As you just spoke about. I mean, it's beyond. It's 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 to me, it's almost not even worth going into all this because it's beyond that. Send out the Glenn Beck. It's, it's did he it's, bring it up? I don't the, know. Has anybody heard? Glenn Beck brought about? this up extensively. Oh, really? okay. oh yeah, he focuses on this extensively. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes, extensively. You got it. You got to see it and follow the one this so way. Yeah. Oh, big time. It's, it's going to be Big edited, time. but I got I got to subs subscribe to the Blaze because it's no longer on my. Uh, no, you subscribe, and he takes the money, and he. But it's he, no longer on my channel. I have to. He, I have to subscribe. He to made it. so Big much. Time. He he got so many subscriptions from last week oh, yeah. that he's doing another one this week, mm -hmm. and his the information is just. And what all those uh, all those uh, sessions where he's explaining the history, the trail, and all of this, mm -hmm. it's all on YouTube. Yeah. By the way. Oh yeah. 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 Oh no, Meaning and it talks Glenn all about talks all about yeah. Manafort. So you could see him. That's why too. I saw yeah. the one last week. Okay. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Manafort. You know, they focus on twenty Democrats over in, in Ukraine doing exactly what Manafort did. Yeah. You know, it's now to me, it's all beyond mm -hmm. that. It's just so uh, mind-boggling. I don't know whether it's stupidity. I, I just can't believe that the 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 left is as stupid as it's been. So, so back to the question: Who who brings up, who who focuses, who goes to their neighbor's house and says, "Hey, 
and brings the cops to the neighbor's house because they're cooking meth in the basement. When you're cooking meth in your own basement, who mm-hmm. does that? And that, that's what they're doing. So they're bringing t- everything is just they're throwing out sticks. They're throwing sticks out at Trump and the, and, and conservatives. I don't think they realize the sticks are, are boomerangs. Completely. They're all coming back and hitting them right in the head. When so, are they going to figure this out? So quid pro quo or no? Not even close. No, not even close. Uh, do you think the average person sees or understands that? No. The, the average person who is, isn't is suffering from some kind of derangement syndrome? Yes, I do. And I, I think the average yeah. American Midwesterner or Mayakin or whatever you want, yes, I really think they do. Mr. M, what do you read in, uh, among the millennials? Are they catching on? Uh, what do they say? Do they even know what quid pro quo is? They don't know what it is. Um, so it's. I think this story is a non-story for yeah. my demo. I think they're just seeing it for face value. Uh, Trump's guilty. Yep, he did it. He committed the crime. Yeah. They're right. not even reading into it. Are they aware of the call, the Ukraine call? No. Yeah, because no. that's what the press is, is doing. We have nobody. No. So when I don't, so, I don't think if you asked a young person about, well, what do you know about Ukraine? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Trump was doing some illegal stuff. And, uh, yeah, but so you, got, you have to remember, where, where does this generation of millennials get yeah, their news, news from? Social media. Social media. And it who broke who runs social media? As we spoke about, a lot of the Democrats from the Clinton and other administrations are now involved in social media. So if if you have a group of people, could be you know conservative or liberal, they they're getting, for lack of a better term, they're getting uh, what we were propaganda, and that's all they know. The problem is not Biden. It's not. It's the death of of journalism. It's yep. it's it's gotten. I mean, whether it be. Project Veritas or uh, Google or or even Fox News's poll last week, 51 want impeachment, 48 don't. Mm-hmm. But even though there's only uh, 31% Democrats in this country, 49% of the people who were polled were Democrat. And only 10% yeah. were independent. By the way, have you heard Fox making and a correction? Fox. Have you heard no, Fox? No, they haven't. And then Gallup comes out with the same exact poll. Yes. You really think that you 52% took- of the people... In this country, want him removed from office? It took the New York Post to dismiss that poll and really uncover what happened. Yeah, but again, they always do it where it's the damage is done. Of course, oh, of course, of course, and, and it gets poo-pooed. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's of a course. it's you a propaganda, say, and it's and it, it's very hard <laughs> to overcome it. What's what's the guy that hung himself again with the uh, with the Lolita plane or whatever they yeah. called it, and all that other stuff? I thought naively that that was going to get traction, mm-hmm. and it just died. Mm-hmm. He just died. All those people, prominent people that were with him and everything, you know, he got away in California a few years ago, you know, with uh, a slap on the wrist from Carmela, you know, when she was there. That that just died. I don't know what I get upset more with. Is it is it the evil or is it the stupidity? All right. Because first first off, I guarantee you that that at least 60 percent of the people in this country couldn't tell you what impeachment is. I guarantee 100%, 100%. you that maybe 80% of they people think impeachment, think impeachment, means impeachment is that removal of Actually, from office. Yes, I was going to ask Mr. M, what are your people, your demo, talking or saying about impeachment? Why uh, it, are they? What are, why do what do they think that Trump can be impeached for? If they even know what the word impeachment means? I don't think to say to ask what could he be impeached for uh, implies that they know what impeachment means. Yeah. I think they're equating impeachment 
to firing him yeah. uh, for criminal it. activity. You know, forget that Clinton was impeached. They don't even know Clinton. They don't know he was that impeached. exactly. Well, that's that true. They can they be don't... impeached, but still stay in office. Yeah. And not only that, it's it's. I'm convinced that he get, if he gets impeached, he will he will he's more likely to be reelected. I mean, that's even depends, more, depends how he handles. That's even worse than was a, the, he, the wonderful thing that uh, Al Green, not not the singer, but the oh, yeah. congressman. He says yeah. we definitely we have to. I mean, it's think the only about way to beat him. this is enough. Yeah, but it goes further than that. Think about this statement. We have to impeachment, otherwise he'll get reelected. I understand. But the thing that Clinton was smart <laughs> really enough have... to do during his impeachment, saying, blah, 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 this is happening. Let me get back to my job. Clinton, and, why? And, and you, the, you, but and you the prefaced people... it with the, with the most important thing. What was that? Clinton was smart. Clinton, well, Clinton was a brilliant man. I don't know if— Give me one person of his caliber that is left on the in the Democratic yeah, Party. I don't know if Trump would have the— um, foresight or intelligence to respond the right way all he has no, to do I, is I, go I to the people all he has to do is go to the people the way he's been you know doing. when you talk about impeachment what they know i i when i was at the wedding this last weekend i was talking to my uh, liberal relatives i said what does the word exits existential mean and they looked at me i said eh, you say existential global warming what what does it mean they didn't even know but everybody's throwing that word around. You know why? It sounds good. It's like a $10 word. Like I talk to you with doctors. Give me a $10 word. What does it really mean? You're going to die. Okay, that's $2. I talk, know it. Talk I'm going to die. Talk $2 word. Yeah. You know, uh, they put things out there that either, but it, but either to scare always, people. It, but, it, but that's it, what scares me the most. It's, it's Are they putting it out there because – is Beto O'Rourke say what he says because he realizes that his constituency is stupid? Or is Beto O'Rourke say what he says because he is stupid? Does Beto O'Rourke has have, or Kamala or any of these people have any understanding of the jump Fourth shot. Amendment? I don't know. I think I think actually Frank's right. It's a jump shot. It's a I'm losing whatever it is you're losing. Right. And so I have to say the wildest garbage. Yes, because my constituency. Will I don't know it if up. it's even the constituents. I Be, think he's because do you, you know, think anyone a, in this country. A, they're political animals. They there, will there do are, what they want there, to there, do you, to you, get You votes go to a Trump rally that they think will get on as a bunch of rednecks. Have you guys I've been I went to a Trump rally. I went to the one here in Sarasota that explains before he a lot. was elected. Okay? <laughs> and yeah, are there a lot of, you know, middle America? But I guarantee you that those people know, uh, know actually know what the Fourth Amendment is and what the right of due process is. You have you have you have Jerry Nadler and Beto O'Rourke and these other morons conducting hearings in Congress, and all the news talks about is how Giuliani and every, and Pence and everyone's refusing to comply. Why are they refusing to comply? Because there's zero due process. Because everything that the Congress is doing violates the Fourth Amendment. Yeah, but, I, but, I, but your problem is you're looking at it through your lawyer's vision and your knowledge. When they right. no no when they paint it for the American public, that, no, that's all it looks like they're not yes. they're not conforming. Right. These exactly. people. I exactly. wish that the the Democratic audience public would realize that their uh, elected officials don't even have their best interests at heart. No, no, because no. how does impeachment benefit me as a Democrat uh, citizen? It doesn't benefit you in any way except emotional, and that's what people are looking for. Emotional, say, say 
satiation is that the word but well, but, but it actually minds. benefits the democratic side politically like you no said, i don't even it, think no. it does that Wait, no, no but they think it they think it they does. think yeah if in their minds they think that they can remove trump and put someone that they want you know, but they then, don't you get but pence they, but but they don't know that they don't but know the of course process. they don't and by that, the way that's my point you don't understand something. i don't know whether it's, it's sort of like but it's sort of like chopping down a tree you know, you take a couple of good cuts at it, that tree is eventually going to fall. They're not worried about Pence. The Democrats are smart enough to look beyond. I don't think they're I don't think, they're I don't think there's Oh, I think they are definitely uh, because. Yeah, but we I have a bench. It doesn't matter. You got a You're bench. Saying that they're explain, not Pence? explain how they're I don't looking think, I don't think. Because even if Trump wins the election, the upcoming election, their thing is to plant the seeds. Oh, no. than, they're but, not. Oh, that. yeah. The, you know, no, the no, no. Democrats are way smarter. I don't think so. The election after. I don't think so. They're hoping that something happens. They they are, I think this whole time they're playing the no, really I think, long game. I think it's it's two part. Let's see what happens now. And if not, we're going to hurt no. the Republicans enough for the next time. I, I, I don't think, think so. Complete I, complete, I think that they are so yeah, desperate and they know yeah, that they can't win. So they, their Hail Mary is oh, the impeachment talk. You're outrageous. looking it through your eyes. No, Again, no, no, they're, no. Playing. they're the ones saying it. They no. know they can't. Frank, I'll, 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 with all due respect, I'll debunk that with this. Their, most, their, their biggest concern is the judiciary and all the judges that he's appointing. And they know but that he gets, fa- wait, if they get more, more, more uh, if they get Trump uh, elected again, he will get more judges, especially on the Ninth Circuit, mm-hmm. okay? There are a lot of judges I hear that are about to retire, and uh, Trump said at one of his rallies that they're offering them uh, early packages, early retirement really? packages, and some have died. He's already broken the record of most uh, judges appointed. I think that's what they're most concerned about, and they, they, you, hear it, you hear the scuttlebutt everywhere that they are looking to beat him at any cost they know they can't beat him at the uh, at the ballot box, so they have to come up with whatever wild idea, which is the idea of impeachment. I want to no. make a comment about. Uh, I don't understand their strategy at all, because, uh, yeah. like I said, do you call the cops on your neighbors when you're the one committing the crime? <laughs> you know, you know, it, yeah, it, hey, that, that's next okay. Door, to your point, the fumes are coming out of your basement window. That's that's the okay. part that I'll say they are stupid. There's, I don't think they're th- they think they're committing okay, a crime. There's that stupid, and then there's the stupid of having people like Beto and Castro and AOC and the rest of the squad, and I can name 50 more who have no clue, wouldn't understand the, con- the Constitution if it hit them in the They head. don't have to understand the Constitution because they're, con- they're elected. Scary. That's the thing. Why do you think you talked about these polls and they're flawed? It doesn't matter if they're flawed because there it's like propaganda. Go back to Hitler. It doesn't matter whether it was true or not, especially I'm not being totally derogatory to the millennials. But in general, they listen to Mm -hmm. uh, they listen to the the media. You keep on putting out this propaganda slowly, but surely Mm -hmm. it affects them. And they're not even going to think about it. Why do why do you think whether you believe it or not? Why do you think there's such a, in my opinion, acceptance? of transgender and everything. It's a slow thing that eroded. When I was a kid, if you had a, uh, let's take a, a child out of wedlock, what was the child called? A bastard. Mm. And you tried to hide the pregnancy. I'm not saying that was good. I don't think it was. But as soon as you accept things That's and normal. don't keep a standard, everything changes. 
So now it doesn't matter whether you have a child out of wedlock. And what does that do to the family? Not a family crumbles. What does it do to the, to the religion? It all is a slope, but it's a slow poisoning in my mind. And that's what I think they're doing now to the millennials. And what's the next generation? X, Gen, Y? Gen X? Gen, Gen X. X Gen y. All right. Because they don't take the time to read a book like we're going to do in general. Right. I know I'm making a, no, a broad no, brush. 100%. But, but, I, but I think. And they're assisted by the fact they bring up and they have a huge ally. And that's the press. And, and the press the, brings up no stories. And the problem from, that we have, and I'm, I think Glenn Breck, Beck does an excellent job, but we have no one in, in the accepted mass media because he's a right. niche. Right. I mean, I'm not, he's, no, no, he's no, very good. If you had ABC. someone on the major channels doing that, which is not going to happen because of no. their proclivity to go the other way. But if you had someone like an Edward R. Murrow used to be or, or someone like that, or even what, what's that guy who used to say? Now you know the rest, the of, rest the of the story. Uh, what was his name? Um, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Harvey. If you had people like that in the mainstream, then it would at least be a battle. They can't survive in the mainstream. Yeah. Well, because they won't allow them to. The firing. Yeah. No, I. But I just and that's it. It, it, it. You know, I'll go back to the founders on every discussion. I'll go back. There's something that that either Lincoln was not a founder. Or one of the founders said that holds true today, and that is uh, Franklin or Jefferson. The only way this survives is with an intelligent electorate, and the intelligent electorate is gone. Mm -hmm. And and so we, you can lead them around by the nose, but they're being led around by the nose like a bunch of lemmings, and that's it. We deserve what we get. But they, they don't understand. Sure, I understand what drives me crazy is, is – the nonsense that the Democrats are pulling on a daily basis is is everything is unconstitutional. Everything is outright ridiculous, you know. And and but they get away with it in education. They get away with it. They get. I had somebody come in uh, yesterday and said that at the school that their kid goes to here in Bradenton. And I don't mean to get off subject. It's across the street. It's a middle school that we all know. It's across the street from a church. They took issue with a teacher who, when she at lunchtime, she would she would walk across the street to the church and go and pray at lunchtime. They took issue and said, you cannot walk across the street. You have to get in your car and leave the premises because if you're going over there, there's still a connection to the school and we can't have that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> Let me change it up a bit. What about... Uh... I have a feeling that something, some another shoe is about to drop with uh, John Bolton. Uh, yeah, that, that? Th there's hints of that. And you know what? Uh, I hope not because I've always been a big John Bolton because I like anybody who's intelligent. But I always I thought not. John Bolton was part of the Never Trumper crowd. In fact, he Possibly, made some comments yeah. about he was never early on. He wanted to get on the team, but didn't get on. Right. And uh, he was part of the. Uh, the yeah, people like Jonah Goldberg to be... and Steve Hayes crowd, mm -hmm. the Billy Crystal crowd, right. Bill Crystal, Crystal. crowd. Yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, and uh, here he's writing a book. I don't, uh, I, I don't, I think John, I would be shocked, but uh, because I just think John Bolton is too principled a man. I, he's to... principled, but I think he's part of the old guard that feels that uh, he's so critical of some of the. Uh, uh, the ways that Trump has dealt with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. um, no. he, he, he is so tied to that 
that he mm. it's almost distasteful. And I think he actually got in and accepted the job, hoping and thinking that he could change Trump. And Trump, Trump probably uh, uh, sized him up early on. And now it's coming out that, yeah, Tr uh, Trump and him had different ideas. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'll, I'll, I, I still put my money on it. No, I just think, again, they're going to blow that. They're going to blow that up as much as possible because it, it's just it'll look really bad. And again, well, if it's not true, we'll still it'll still be ingrained. Like Frank says, it'll still be ingrained in our head as a first impression. So and that's all that's important to them. All right. What about uh, let's change it up again. Uh, do you feel that there is enough outreach in the media concerning what's going on in Hong Kong? You think that's being uh, I remember when the Tiananmen Square stuff was going on. That's all you would see on TV. That's not the same happening. In, and yet I think that the demonstrations, at least uh, maybe I'm recalling incorrectly, but I think this time around, it's even the demonstrations are even bigger. And um so, so well, and now some of the language coming from presidents, well, uh, uh, yeah, I have are that. even stronger. Um, so, but let's let's stick, stay with the media first. So, do you think the media? And so, there's a question behind my question, and that is, I haven't noticed that the media is covering it enough, and so I'm I'm always asking why. Why is there no interest? How does this? Does this? How? Why is there no interest in the media in covering that for what it is? First of all, I don't think we have the media to do it anymore. I don't think we have the caliber of of people, uh, and I, it's been so long, I, I don't even know who, who would be now. Those old correspondents that were over there, like, you know, they're gone. I don't think anybody has that. A perfect example is this whole MBA thing. That's what they focus on because that's what people are going are gonna, to, whether, whether the younger people or just people in general are going to focus on the MBA in China because that's a – that's a story that they can wrap their brain around. They can't wrap but their before brain around. Before we go into that story, you know, though, just, I, we may not have the uh, – I, I know what you're talking about. We may not have the big uh, personalities that we may have had at some point, but I think today we are way more integrated. We have more correspondents and more corporate offices or foreign offices of, of any network. We, I think we have, we have more today, more access to China and Hong Kong than we ever did before, and yet I don't see the coverage, and I'm I'm because eager to find out why why equate to ratings. Yeah, but that's right. More doesn't mean better. You're no, I understand. So we have people, more people, the average person could care right. less. Well, I agree, I agree. But I'm saying, how is this story not fitting their? Let me not fitting their narrative. How does this story not, when it's a story of struggle, when it's a story that the? Uh, let me ask something. If you don't believe in America. And democracy and freedom. Why? Why would yeah, these why people would interest these, you? Exactly. They it because capitalism, which is all part of our democracy, we're well, not a democracy a republic, but that's another story. Um, that's no longer in. Okay, so isn't that huge? Yeah, it's huge. I, to I, us. I, I mean, it's huge to us. But everybody take, else who they're who they're poisoning, saying that this is not a viable way to run a country anymore. It's, People don't care. Yeah. LeBron James isn't an idiot because he's LeBron James. LeBron James represents 150 million Americans who are just as stupid as he is. You know, to, to the words that came out of his mouth about it, you think that there's probably half of America who, who know just as little about the whole situation. They couldn't find Hong Kong on a map. They think it's a different country now. They, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a multitude of levels. I think you specifically, Rico, 
have an interest in freedom and the benefits that America has granted you and your family. So already you're primed to you're look vested. at that stuff. Yep. Exactly. And I would say you guys as well, your you know, families and how you guys were brought up. You guys, I think, are, are awakened to that. And then two, sure, we're more connected. Sure, we're, we're more online than more than ever. But I think there's, there's a good job on China's part by like stopping a lot of stories from coming out. I only know about the Hong Kong agreement with Britain and China because of you know videos like years ago that were funny enough Fox Media super left was uh, looking at the borders of Hong Kong and their sovereignty and they're more uh, like a U.S. kind of you know uh, situation they're more set up like the U.S. is and but Capitalist. you know yeah but the the agreement is going to revert and China is going to take over you know in a couple years so I only know that on my own extracurricular studies. People don't know the base story as it is. So they just think, oh, I don't think they even realize that Hong Kong is so independent from China in their mindset, in their way of life. I mean, if you obviously, if you talk to Chinese people, to people who live in Hong Kong, Hong Kong, it's night and day. It's, you know, the U.S. versus China, essentially. So I think they, you, you're primed for it. They don't know even the base story and people don't care. It's right, not, so my, it's not interesting because so it's my, not hitting them at home. Yeah. So my comments you know. and my questions come from what I also see with, and not to get off topic, but this, I find the same phenomenon happening with Venezuela. I don't see as much coverage about the atrocities and people dying and people eating their own pets because they have no food. So, so I, now I see that they're not covering the Hong Kong, uh, demonstrations and and protests going on, and all the atrocities and what the police is doing over there, and how it all initi- got initiated by by the governor saying that from now on, if you get convicted, you're going to get tra- be tried in mainline China, which is insane. Which was uh, the original reason for for the demonstrations. Now, so I think you are all saying and confirming. Unfortunately, it's a sad commentary on the media. This does not fit their narrative. This does not fit their agenda, and therefore they don't find it newsworthy. No, because you yes, can't. Yes, all those you, things, especially with Venezuela. Venezuela is easy. You're not going to focus on Venezuela. So certainly the media isn't, because what is anything that you focus on Venezuela is going to make any leftist look bad. But at any mo- level, the most morbid aspect, though, that I, we didn't even mention, it is not the wildest thing that we've heard this week. You know what I mean? People going crazy in the streets in Venezuela. There's some, there's some YouTube personality. There's some crazy athlete. Something weirder and wilder has occurred and is captivating people's attiention. Okay, but but if you go back to the Tiananmen Square massacre, isn't exciting. If you it, go it, back to the Tiananmen Square, what that was, was widely covered. What so are, has the media gotten even worse then since the Tiananmen Square? No, I'm saying, I think we were more like we what we've been always been talking about. The, the the dissolution of the family unit of the you know the core I think we were more together as nations not just the US but everyone was more um, on the same page and so that oh my gosh that's so wild I think we have de-evolved we into are such desensitized. We desensitized, desensitized and we allowed ourselves to have the pablum but it's not and just we're not eating the proper food 100%. when you when you look back to World War II even though we didn't know all the atrocities 
we the reason why it impacted us number one because it it did him back impact us directly at home but we had empathy because there was a family we understood the value of human life and what we were fighting for now with all this kumbaya crap it, that's all it is is crap they don't care about anybody else you know what they care about like he said lebron james or what did uh, Lady Gaga do today? Or yeah. whatever it was, is more important to a human being today, I should say human being, the average American, because that's what we're talking about, than the values or what life is worth. And it's incredible naivete. And, and you know, Venezuela, fine. But this is clearly, for me and you, it, it, why is it so important? Because this is the century of the, of the tiger. This is, this is China's century. And if, if if somebody doesn't keep keep a, a handle on it, we're not going to recognize the world in sixty years. Certainly, America's not going to be playing the role, you know, uh, that it's playing now. So before we tackle, because I do want to tackle the LeBron James comments. So do let I. me ask you. Let me ask you about <laughs> this. Uh, I would have thought that the following quote or the following statement would have would have initiated a worldwide condemnation. Uh, President uh, Xi Jinping comment about regarding the the protests and uh, demonstrations. He talked about that uh, he was referring to the demonstrators. He says their bodies would be crushed, bodies crushed, and bones shattered. Isn't that wild? He said that yeah. yesterday or the day before. I read that. I read that before you had told. But, but let me ask you a question. You say why does anybody? And I'm going back to what I said. There's no connection. Do you think the average person on the street gives a crap whether these people are mulled over? Again, because of today's society. I don't know. Do you think, how many people you think are talking about that or taking back the way you and I were? Because, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm any special, but I look at my grandkids, I look at the people I interact with, and most of them, they're disenfranchised from they human nature. Uh, so, they Frank, to that care. point, I agree with you, but... They get bits and pieces from the media, but the media is not even giving them the bits and pieces no. because it doesn't fit their narrative. It's and, not so, gonna, yeah, right. and so it goes back to, again, I, I completely agree, and I, I think I'm qualified to say this, when Trump says that the media is the enemy of the people, and now he's, I'm glad to hear that he has since modified it, and it is the corrupt media is the enemy of the people. Because when I was in communist Cuba, and the media would give us whatever it is that they wanted us to, to hear. And that was a corrupt media giving us a false picture. So here the media is not focusing on real stories. And so the low information people, person uh, that hears bits and pieces, or if you're flying and you happen to be at Charlotte Airport and all they have is CNN going on and you don't see the atrocities going on in China or Hong Kong, you're not going to hear about that. You're not going to talk about that at the uh, water cooler. You're not going to talk about with friends about what's going on. And so it goes on as a topic or a subject that hasn't been dealt with. And so it doesn't hit you. It doesn't. It doesn't make your kitchen your kitchen talk. And so again, it's it's. It, I come back full circle to a corrupt media that has a narrative that has an agenda that is not. It's simply wanting to. And we're seemingly getting proof of that with the Veritas uh, project. No question about it. Yeah, but it's, it's like you said, it's the corrupt media, but it's 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 placating human beings. It's giving. It's, it's, it's no it's a combination than, of the media who so, has somewhat has an agenda, 
And in order to accomplish that agenda, they just feed the public a bunch of nonsense because that's what the public wants. This anyway. is nothing more than the Nazis and propaganda. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. No. You know, an old Beatles song, nothing has changed. It's still the same. You start feeding the people the stuff, and they start listening to it, and they actually start believing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you tell a lie long enough, and it becomes the truth. Not in reality, but to people, it becomes the truth. And that's what's happening now. Along with, again, I think disenfranchisement from the rest of the world. World War II, when it when it happened, it affected American life. That's the other reason why I think Vietnam was a prime example. Started with Korea, but Vietnam, where it was brought into your living room. Right. But how much of Vietnam really affected our lives? Right. All right? right, it was that we saw bodies being killed because listen, Americans cre- did atrocities during World War II. We're human. We're war. It happens, but it wasn't brought to the living room. Then it was brought to the living room, and it changed our whole perspective. That's what I mean. You're you're affirming what I just said. If the media covers it, it changes the perspective on on. Yeah. And so that's why the CNN covering wall to wall, twenty four hours of impeachment. Uh, no, of course, that's going to move the needle on what people think about impeachment. Uh, but yeah, they're not covering it objectively. They're not covering certain topics. I'm just uh, beside myself as to why the whole Hong Kong. Or Venezuela story is not bigger. Venezuela is easy. Doesn't, it doesn't it's get easy. rating. It's because do you, if you were a leftist media person, would you want to make any socialist or communist country look bad? Well, let me ask you exactly. again. Again, right? it comes. That's, to, you, that's, I wish it wasn't. The, that wasn't the case. No, but that, that's a small that's part, part of it. it. But do you do you really think the, the average American it, gives a damn care. about Venezuela? No. I think it's more ignorance yeah. and more. But ignorance it, is covered. I, I want to focus on. I want to focus on Trump and you, uh, Ukraine. Okay, cool. Hong Kong. That, whatever. I think it's less maniacal, and I think it's I more understand. just their I ignorance. agree that it's ignorance, but my point is that the low-information voter gets swayed by the snippets of news that they see every day. And, and if, if, the, if the news, uh, like CNN, which is being played, they have a, most people don't realize that all airports have agreements with CNN to only have CNN play. You, you, never, you hardly ever see Fox News or any other network uh, – uh, AON play in the airport. My point is, my point is that the low information voter, that's all they see. But the corrupt media is even failing their own agenda because they're not covering um, um, items that are indeed newsworthy. And I I think I disagree a little bit about ratings. They think that's newsworthy. I think they think Trump and Ukraine is newsworthy. More newsworthy. They think they're doing their job by No, I wouldn't even call it newsworthy. I think it's more important to their agenda. So that so it's a double pronged thing. Because what did you say? Low information voter. And I'm not a conspiracy guy, but if you want to look at the the last fifty years, what do you do? You first create the low information voter, which basically is a country of and I'm sorry it'd be so harsh, but it's the word of the day. You create a country of morons. And then you feed them what you want. Look, and I, they eat it. I mentioned it before. That's what, that's what the media has done. That the left has created uh, 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 two generations of uneducated. So, can you defend the comment that the media is the enemy of the people? I defend it entirely. I mean, I think the, the corrupt media is definitely the enemy of the people. You it's know, the it, biggest problem we have. We've always had bad politicians. It's like I told our, you, and our media has always been a little left. Yeah, but it. But you turned on the news. And Walter Cronkite gave you the top stories of the day, right? You you know they 
they, they gave you what went on in Vietnam. What did we get every morning on the radio about Vietnam? What it, now the whole whole thing, huge things that are going on in the world aren't covered at all. You know and when they are covered. They're mm-hmm. covered from one side. Can you it's, like, it's like that old Russian saying that I quoted before, and I did hear it on, uh, it wasn't Glenn Beck, it was uh, Prager. You know, we know the future, it's the past we're not too sure of. <laughs> and this is what is the media is doing. If you can destroy the past, you destroy the foundation for the present. It's, it's, and that's well, what they're doing. If you want to talk can, about the media, why do we spend... 30% of the stories on the internet and on the news about whatever the percentage is. What percentage of, of this country is transgender? 0.0001? story you told me earlier. And there's 30, and the news no. is dominated by transgender Yeah, news. because it's the end thing. Well, but the, tell them about the statue that you told me about The debate last night um, dealt with uh, a lot of those questions. You know. and, and even the Democrats at the end, when they were being interviewed, they were complaining Three hours of debate and not a single question on China, mm-hmm. on trade, on, on, on some of the topics of the day. The Democrats it was, have never been good on foreign policy. Yeah, but right. Tom, tell them the story about the statues in New York and the five statues. Oh, well, there's two. Real quick. There's another story, too. Did I, oh, I mentioned uh, there's 150 statues in New York of famous New Yorkers over the last 400 years, people who contributed. And, you know, they're all over the city. Somebody f- figured out that only five of them are women. So they put a commission together. To get more women statues. So I don't know who voted, but it was they, they sent out ballots and people voted. It wasn't just this small commission that voted as to who they would like to see statues, what women they would like to see statues. And overwhelmingly, number one, way above anybody else, was Mother Cabrini, who's the first, I believe, American saint, if not the first woman American saint. Mm-hmm. Right? Mother Cabrini. I think she was the first American saint. Um, she got my vote. Overwhelmingly. Okay, so the commission takes that information and all the others. She didn't even make the top five list when they came out with who the first five are. Mother Cabrini, who who just destroyed everybody else in the poll, isn't even on the list of five. Let me guess, who a is? transgender woman? A transgender activist. <laughs> now, now here's the thing that I find very interesting. Now we're talking about 350 years worth of history. So somebody that wasn't even a woman. Made it, made well, the list. I don't know where they, where they <laughs> no, no. ended up being but, women but, or started. But here's what's <laughs> interesting. What are they saying? A statue from going back 350 years. I'm sure there were some transgender there that stood in the closet, whatever. But how many of them really contributed? Maybe going forward there's going to be some because they're out of the closet now. So how do these two women but, outscore or, or out-relevant for someone who... Let's say is a saint, but this but, is what dominates the news. Of course, Cuomo goes crazy. He don't go, go, go crazy over abortion. He gets pissed off because Mother Cabrini isn't on the list, but he doesn't go crazy yeah, because yeah. he was brought up like we but were. Two you know, non-biological women made the list. Made the list. I don't know. I don't yeah. know whether. But I, it's the I, in I, thing. And again, it when you what, think you about, about it logically, when you think about it logically, it doesn't make sense. Did you hear what Air Canada is starting today? No. When you when you're, when you're sitting in your in your seat in the on the on the tarmac of the Air Canada, and the and the uh, stewardess has come out with their pre-flight, uh, you know, mm-hmm. oxygen speech. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to start the speech with "ladies and gentlemen," mm-hmm. but now that's insulting. Oh. So now they just say everybody. Ladies and gentlemen is no longer acceptable. This is so. This is this is. But look, how many of these stories do you hear a day? This is what this is what they're feeding us. Well, again, but if China, 
you know, but this is how long if you keep on feeding to people pavlum, they get used to pavlum. They don't want the steak anymore. And that's what's happening. I mean, do you think they would cover, uh, uh, you know, something? No, they have no idea. No idea. But if it was a global war, don't get me started on that. So you all agree that the corrupt media is the enemy of the people. I think it's the biggest problem. Corrupt media is the enemy of an uneducated electorate. They don't sway me because I have an education. And, and I stay tuned, and I have interest in, in, in protecting what I think is the greatest you know country. I, education has oh. nothing to do with it because it's, it's the Self-education. design. Self-education. Yeah, but and that's what it is. It's common sense because I know a lot of people I grew oh, up with. It has nothing to do with education. That, that no. Maybe because it was in New York or whatever that were more patriotic. Oh, no. The, the blue-collar uh, guy in New York was more patriotic than any of these I guys that went to college. I could not agree anymore. Give so, me a room full of... Uh, Italian plumbers from Brooklyn any day of the week over a bunch of yellies. Yeah. Right? No, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you. So back to Hong Kong, uh, Mr. M. So what did LeBron say? What what happened? Tell us about uh, LeBron. So, you know, you guys are definitely, you're really up to date with news, with politics, with everything. What I, I, and I love those subjects too, but a topic that I love more than a lot of things is NBA. I love to listen to the trades, to the the deals, the the seasons, the championships. I just love everything NBA. Mm-hmm. And and I've never been like a huge fan of LeBron, but I am a really big Lakers fan. So when he came to the Lakers, I said, "All right, LeBron, I guess we're gonna make amends. I guess we're gonna be friends again." <laughs> so much to my dismay, LeBron. And again, I'm fine with LeBron's political stance. I don't agree with him all the time, but whatever. You're entitled. You're an American. You're entitled to do whatever you want. My problem now is is when you double speak, when you're a hypocrite. So uh, the past couple days, the all the NBA players, a couple teams had been over in China, and so obviously um, uh, they've been they were asked on some of the Hong Kong protesters, some of the dealings. And the NBA has a really big relationship with China. There's a lot of investment, a lot of uh, business dealings. So uh, I think even um, a GM or a, a coach, I forget what is his exact position, but he came out in Houston. In, the GM yeah, for Houston. He he was in. He came out in in um, support support of the protesters. Mm-hmm. He got ripped a new uh-huh, one. Mm-hmm. The NBA told him walk that. He got ripped the- a new one by China. No, he, by the, the NBA. NBA. The NBA no, no, the after China had well, so, uh, uh, objected sure. to his the comments. The NBA said yeah. he walked that all the way this. back. So he had to, uh, I was un, uninformed. Uh, honest mistake. <laughs> That's fine in the sense that, okay, I get it. You have business dealings there. Control your employee how you will. But now LeBron came out and said uh, Maury was totally in, uninformed. He doesn't know what he's talking about. This is an issue that we – it's too complicated. I don't know what's People compl- have been hurt. People have been hurt on both sides. We've had Somebody a difficult week. Had, yeah, <laughs> just a load of garbage. And so he literally – it blew my mind. So he's all about we're more than athletes. We are activists. We are you know, businessmen. We are – we're more than athletes. Shut up and dribble. No, I'm going to do more. And he literally is doing the exact thing that he was criticizing. He even said in a statement, we need to focus on home issues first. We need to – basically, we need to put America first, he said. <laughs> Not every issue is worth talking about for everyone. 
has I feel like I've heard even Trump say that. I've heard uh, mm-hmm. so many other people. It's not our war. <laughs> exactly. He said not every issue is worth talking about, but you still talked about this issue. Whatever. Um, and the last thing that he said, we should just focus on the championship. We should just focus on sports. Oh, Isn't that novel, LeBron? For me, it's I don't have an I don't have an argument if that was the first thing he said. <laughs> you know? He he needs to keep the same energy if he's going to talk about uh, kneeling, if he's going to talk about social social issues, if he's going to talk about that's fine. You have the right here in America, but when a actual uh, communistic regime, actual when the president comes out and says we're going to grind the bones, when that kind of uh, superpower comes into the picture and is crushing people physically, emotionally, spiritually, taking away their freedom. He can't stand up to him. Principle Get out of here. Money. Get so out of here. Exactly right. And, he, he's his biggest sellout as, the, as they're accusing the one percenters. Exactly. He's a sellout. Exactly. He's doing exactly he's, what he's, he's putting money over I'm sorry for you. Listen, there's, there's a thing I was going to bring up later because we're going to have a round robin, but it fits perfect, perfectly. Dennis Prager the other day, the rule of life. The famous are rarely significant. And the significant are rarely famous. famous. It's true. It's true. And this is this gentleman, and we—it's not just him. Other people we yeah. put up there. Well, this they're is famous, but are they significant in life? The person that's significant is the one who takes care of your mother when she's old and has Alzheimer's, and is medically taking care of her, or your child who has Down syndrome. That's a significant person. Are they famous? No. True. Yet we take these people who. God gifted them with the ability to dribble a ball or sing, and and all of a sudden, they're significant. Yeah. In reality, they're nobody. They're nobody. They're people who can make a lot of money, and we idolize them for no. But reason. we used to. But we used to. You know, years ago, the NBA and and Major League, you know, that kind of atmosphere did create some solid people. I didn't say no, right. but but how many Not times you, how many times you heard Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis name the guys who would comment on what was happening in society? Right. Maybe Sammy Davis because he, he he actually chose a religion, and I think that's important for him. Well, he, he and, was and, a true activist, and he did, and, and he, he did, and he, and he, he married he married a white woman. Yeah. But but again, and the, the Kennedy, look at the Kennedy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think it's okay to be an activist. It is, but, but you better put your money you, where exactly, your mouth is, LeBron. Right. If you're gonna exactly. talk crap about the government, the U.S. government. Then you better uphold our freedom for difference other people. Between mm-hmm. Less fortunate. And, That's right. And Bogdanovich, whatever his name is, can't. Uh, and compared to Phil Jackson, Phil mm-hmm. Jackson was an extreme liberal. There always was, but yeah. he, but he was, you know, he put his money where his mouth is all the time. And he, but he also had a center on life. Yeah, Bill he Bradley. Was, he was a liberal. I don't. I never met him, but he was a liberal. I could probably live with. Yeah, because, because I knew because, no, because I knew he was coming from, but I also knew he, he was centered in his thinking. He was extremely so, well. So you can have an intelligent conversation, even if you disagree. I'm you okay. You mean he was a zenter? No, I loved him. I loved him because he was a thinker. Yeah, he was a thinker. I loved Bill Bradley, even as a senator. I I agreed with about two percent of yeah. what he did, but I loved him because he was brilliant. He was a, he wasn't a leftist. He was a liberal Democrat, but the guy was brilliant. And he just, you know, everything came from intelligence. This, it, I feel sorry for you that you love the NBA. So I he, love it. it's just disgusting how <laughs> your you. wallet, it like everyone, it, they they hold themselves to be so high and mighty, like Frank said. But when, when really everyone is the same, everyone cares about their wallet, and you can't criticize anyone now, LeBron. You've literally 
you've removed any respect, any standing. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit of you know uh, peace inside is players are coming out and saying, <laughs> "Hey, man, no, you, if we're standing with NFL players, we got to stand with people protesting in Hong Kong. Relax." Uh, news outlets are saying, "LeBron, relax. That's you sound the- really uninformed and stupid." Mm-hmm. So I was gonna at least was and, and a, a, a bunch so of people. So who's the on one that's uninformed? LeBron, one hundred percent. And so tell us cool. uh, from what grade. you're seeing in the. And if he's informed, then he's knowingly going against it and trying to save his wallet. Get out of here. So Get what are you here. seeing in social media as far as? Oh, fans? everyone's ripping him apart. No one is agreeing with it. The thing is, why are we even right? Why Maybe. are we focused? I said we're it goes back to the 2016 election, right? You go to a Trump rally, you can't get in the door. How did Hillary Clinton fill her rallies? With a star. With Beyonce. Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Or Katy Perry yeah. or Bruce Springsteen. People didn't come to see Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty smart move. You got to give it. But mm-hmm. that's, that's how, you know. I remember talking about that, about crowd size. And I remember hearing the media talking about you cannot use crowd size to determine where someone is going. Yet, when Obama was running and he was filling up the, stadium, the stadiums, they were then using and saying, "Yes, there's something going on here, guys. We got to be, we, be, we better pay attention." So it's almost it's, as if it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a narrative. Exactly, that's what it comes down to. Exactly. So, uh, Frank, what do you have for today? Uh, I have two things that are, as you say, grinding my gears. <laughs> <laughs> One is the California thing, where they're changing the time that kids uh, start school. Because they want the kids, the, the younger kids are at eight, and I think the high schoolers are at now nine. It's mandatory because the kids need to have their sleep. Why do they think the kids are going to sleep? The problem is the parents that don't put them to bed the proper time to begin with. The kids are only going to stay up as late or later because now they don't have to go to school. And I don't understand the logic behind that. Well, here in Florida, it was they're looking to change because high schoolers here go to school like seven. And now they're saying that, you know, teenagers, not kids, but teenagers more than anyone need their sleep. Yeah, but let me ask you a so question. they're looking to change that. Listen. You know I, why they do that, though? Because they don't want to spend more money on school buses. That's probably the we case. We all went to school at the same time when we were kids. But what time? Everybody went to school. What time did you have to go to bed? School night? Nine yeah. o'clock? Yeah. Nine. I was, I was in bed. I don't know the exact time, but. I never got to see the news, so I had to be way no, before 11, o'clock. all right? Maybe so I probably, 5, 10 o'clock. Yeah, maybe on the weekend, but, you know, but that's because the parents did what they were supposed to do. I had to go to bed a uh, acceptable time that they thought, whether it was 9 or 10, it certainly wasn't much later, and I got up at 6 o'clock, and I got my sleep. So why do they think by passing a law, the parents are going to make their children go to bed any earlier? It's just, yeah, it's just to placate themselves, whether it's the bus or they said, oh, we did this for the children, but it's not going to mean anything. The other thing I found interesting is the media always says and other people that uh, television violence and movie violence has no real effect on people. Yet the Joker comes out and what do they do? There's a warning. The Joker is going to affect people and there'll be violence. So on one end, it's not important, and on the other end, it is important. So, you know how many people, well, let's not forget with the Joker, that you know how many people truly believe that the, to being the Joker kills Keith Ledger? Yeah, Keith yeah. Ledger was a Joker you know, who Keith died. Keith Ledger, and he committed suicide right after because the role was so um, 
demanding, overwhelming. Yeah. You know, the evil Demonic. resolve. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, that's, uh, oof. Oh, those are my two since I only get two. Your turn. Actually, I didn't think I had one, but I do have one. Okay. <laughs> uh, to give you time to think about yours. No, I got a couple. <laughs> so, how many of you guys like uh, drive throughs I despise them. I get in a yeah. fight every day with my family. Every like day. a fast food drive through Yeah. I despise I mean, them. they serve you a purpose. Them? Frank? I very rarely go to a drive through because I, I prefer <laughs> sitting down I, to I, eat. So, we're the wrong crowd, but. What if you? What if I told you that there are some cities across America that have actually banned new construction of drive-throughs? So, oh, wow. so make it ease or, or any there? fast food. Pardon? Can I move there? <laughs> well, but hang on. <clears throat> Wait till I tell you the reasons why. Oh no, I'm sure the reasons are. Not and my so, reasons. so uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, actually banned it right now. Banned drive-throughs. New drive-throughs. Drive new drive-throughs. Right. And, oh, so uh, they're still existing. It has to be a carbon right. uh, right. thing. You have um, to stop it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's global warming, isn't it? Yeah. What? No. What is the dumb reason? Uh, in Missouri, uh, also Fairhaven, Haven, uh, New Jersey, and Orchard Park in New York, and That's there's a city warming. in California that basically put a six-month moratorium while they study whether they should be allowed or not. The bottom so line is, is that it's <laughs> they have they have done a study that. Waiting on a drive-through while your order is being served, it's causing the the cars to idle, and is polluting and is ruining. It's all related to uh, global warming or uh, climate change. So, so now, imagine you are a franchisee owner in in Minneapolis, and you now leave, all of a you sudden, live Minneapolis. Yeah, well, let, let's let's say let's assume that you own a uh, McDonald's well, they're not franchise. Shut the existing ones down. Well, I'm sure that will come later. But let's say that you just bought a franchise and you're about to, you're going to open it, and now you you have to build your McDonald's without it, without the drive-through. I mean, can can a McDonald's? Uh, I I would venture to say that there are more customers going it's, through the drive-through than inside. It's not going to hold up because you can't. Can't treat businesses uh, unequally. You can't treat one McDonald's different from the other. I mean, but there's uh, the to argument. be devil's advocate, advocate, uh, we are treating them the same. We are, we're grandfathering everybody that has it. But from uh, now on, so that's been true for would any build build coach. Away from one that had a drive-through, if you weren't going to. That's my point. That that it's it's it's. I'm sure it's going to get challenged, but. It's just, it's just uh, so let me ask you a question to bring this back to something a little bit. Convoluted. More convoluted. <laughs> well, I'm not more intelligent, but convoluted. So you you mentioned the fact. What happens if you just signed a contract for a franchise, mm -hmm. and the law says you can't have a drive? Can you imagine paying for an education and you graduate and you can't get a job? It's the same thing. Uh, well, whether you graduate so and the economy, right man, I don't think it's the same thing. It is no, because you 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 invested you, in a business, which is your yeah, education. And when you when you there's graduate, no out in that one, whereas there is an out and yeah, litigation. A, there is an out with your college education at there a substantial isn't. loss. Yes, no, pay for there it. There is no out. The, the only out is go get another degree that gets you. So a job. what's the guy that, that just put up a, a million dollars for his McDonald's? Um, he, what's his out? The company, uh, if McDonald's is as good as they say it is, the, the company will fight because they signed a contract and they got people to pay big dollars for a franchise based on certain criteria, and now those criteria are being affected. So I'm sure McDonald's is going to be the first one taking this to the Supreme Court and challenging it isn't on behalf there, of uh, isn't, uh, I mean, 
there an argument about what, what is the statistics on emissions of, from starting your car versus idling your car? It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I read an, argument, an article not long ago that the majority of the biggest scientists that really know about uh, global warming or climate change are coming in saying it's not what, what everybody thinks it is. Uh, and you well, know, they I keep... want to go to a drive-thru on my bicycle. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, but look but it, 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 you know, another analogy could be uh, windmills and how many uh, birds they kill. It's not important in reality. It's, a, it's important if it suits their narrative. Windmills do not function to create electricity because it's not on demand and it's affecting the environment, both in sound and killing birds. But nobody wants to bring that up because windmills fit the narrative that we have to get away from fossil fuel. By the way, let me ask a, a more philosophical question, a deeper Ooh. question concerning, I keep calling it global warming because that's, that's, that's how, uh, yeah, uh, climate change came in uh, because they, they realized that global warming, it doesn't, the world doesn't warm from year to year as they thought, so now it's climate change. Uh, but I call it global warming because that's how I'm as old as, as that when, when it first started out. But let me ask you a more philosophical question. What do you think is at the core of someone who is a, a, a steadfast or a, a rabid believer in, in uh, global warming? What is at the core? What is the reason that someone will will go through the to the lengths that they go and that we hear because of global warming. What they, is it? The they core? drank the Kool-Aid. Well, but explain that. What what do you mean that they drank what Listen, did they drink? They they bought it uh, hook, line and sinker that what was or is being uh projected is truth. Just like that, that girl from wherever came and spoke to the UN Third can can you imagine a 12 or 14-year-old girl, whatever she was, thinking she that she only has 10 years left in her life? We've scared the crap out of these kids. But but why? <clears throat> why does she think that way? Well, Because for, she's, again, the Kool-Aid, the propaganda. It, you know, they, but, but go deeper. Why the propaganda? Why how deep do you want me to go? Because you're probably there already because you're pushing no. me to go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> why, does the, why does an entity, let's call it a media... Uh, uh, an orator, somebody that knows, a, a celebrity, that 12-year-old girl, why do they so vehemently believe in that the world is going to end and that we must, and, and climate change is as important as it is? Why? All right, let me ask you. Why don't you? Oh. That's, yeah, why don't you? And then uh, I'll tell you why. Because, because you well, have I a brain but by than telling me, by telling you, I'm going to tell you the answer to my question. Right. Okay, exactly. that's why I'm asking. Before you, then before you answer, I'll take a crack at it. I think, uh, I, I think, <laughs> I think you're giving the media and these entities too much credit. I think it's in vogue. It's popular. The lifestyle of conservation and being a vegan and recycling. I think that's incredibly trendy right now. So hold on, there's it's multifacets. So I think it's trendy. I think there's also, funny enough, what has blown up in the last ten years, video streaming. What is probably one of the most popular genres on Netflix? Documentaries. What do documentaries fuel? This activism, this movement, this. I'm not eating meat anymore. I saw how they treat cows. I think there's been enough. Uh, the inconvenient truths. I think there's enough celebrities 
telling people how to live because they live in a country, uh, a state like California that's highly regulated. So you know what? My life is so taxed and inconvenienced. I'm going to tell my, my fans and my followers, yeah, that's what I do. That's normal. I think it's just this 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 uh, this I, stew, this perfect concoction, this perfect storm, if you will, of I don't think it's so maniacal. I, I think believe, they're just stupid. I think and, you're onto something. I think you're just describing some of the symptoms of the consequences of the belief, but I still am not it's hearing Al Gore's the core. fault. I still don't hear the core reason, and and I'm I'm gonna submit to you as I, a clue I, I, that I, it, it it may not be. It may, it may not be uh, conscientiously. It may have been a subconscious reason as to why the core reason why anyone, whether it was one person that started it or an entity that is propagating it, the core reason, right, whether they know it or not, what is it? It's a conspiracy to destroy the American capitalist system. Uh, that's, because, that's because, a consequence because, of the belief. That's well, not that's, the core. That's the core because when back when uh, I forget the year it was when they said the Ice Age was coming and it was on the cover of Newsweek, mm -hmm. it got no traction because the foundation wasn't laid that capitalism was bad and destroy America. Now it is let's destroy America, let's redistribute the wealth, and we can do that by the corporate, uh, by the carbon uh, tax and everything else. The carbon tax is another way to redistribute the wealth across the world and destroy America. Uh, I'm going to say you, you're also onto something, and I'm willing to say that the core reason is shared by the destruction of a capitalist society. And I'm going to give you a little bit, in fact, let me go a little bit, let me, let me sidetrack a little bit more. Everybody here knows who Gorbachev is? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mikhail Gorbachev. Mm -hmm. What did he Take do as soon as he wall. stepped down? A couple of years after he stepped down, he opened up a McDonald's with a drive thru <laughs> <laughs> Where did he move, by the way? I don't know. He moved to El Presidio near San Francisco in California, mm -hmm. right? He bought a lot of land there. And what did he do with that land? And what that, the first thing that he did, he's opened up a foundation, opened up a uh, think tank. And what was the core uh, reason for the think tank and the goal? And it was to propagate global warming at that time. You can look this up, all right? And so uh, he was – some some people say that he he may not have been the father of the movement of global warming, but he was definitely the, the engine behind. And a lot of think tanks grew up out of that. And that's the reason why I w I'm willing to say that it is tied to capitalism, destroying capitalism. But uh, – philosophically there's a deeper reason and in my opinion a more if if it if i can use it put it this way a more wholesome or true reason why people believe in global warming above above anything else and you, and you want to take a stab as as, as to no you have you me at the end of my <laughs> tell me what it is so uh global warming or climate change we we can even call it a religion today, mm -hmm. would you say? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, in the name of global warming, uh, we are covering stories. It's all you can tie it all up. Talk you can about blame the anything on global warming. Anything and everything, and the media. So it's basically they'll the war eat in up Syria is everything. Warming. Everything. LeBron, exactly. 
the reason why he said what he said. <laughs> now, it's all about global warming. warming. Okay. Uh, and so, and so, um, only a person. The media is defending Biden because of global warming. <laughs> only a person that has lost its connection with God and feels lost and feels that they will they what they own what they see what they smell what they feel will be lost in perhaps in their lifetime uh, 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 unfortunately they believe in their lifetime would feel so oppressed so sad that they have to almost give their lives defending that because they have no hope they have they they have lost their hope they so believe in god has been replaced by believe on mother earth this is my opinion. That's, of course. A, that's, that's of fascinating. Course. And I'd so, love to see that statistic of how many true, real Christ, Christians or Judeo Christians believe in global warming. Well, um, I don't think that I don't hear much talk about the connection that I just made. But I think but you're right. I think it's, it's Prager talks about they, that. They've it lost. I, actually, I've never heard Prager talk about it. But I, now that you say that, I'm going to research it because sure. he can more eloquently say it than I, I can say it. And so it's basically a fear uh, it, when you're cornered and you have no out and your back is against the wall, you'll do anything. You will do anything to to save yourself. And so why does a celebrity that has more money than they could ever, ever spend take up a cause like saving the oceans and saving whales and saving um, the, the green earth and all that? It's because, first of all, aside from the fact that they feel ashamed because they've made so much money, you know, for for playing an act, okay? But but they, if they are godless, if they have no God in their hearts, they feel that they have to do something to protect that which the only thing that makes them. You and I, if you're a believer and you believe that on the life after, uh, and if you believe that this earth is going to get worse, that they, I don't I don't live expecting that this is going to get better. I plan for the next hundred year, but I I I believe that the good Lord could come tomorrow, tonight, right now, all right. And so, if you live without that hope, you have to almost by default, almost by 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 formula, take on. Otherwise, what are you? You are a robot. You are you are brainless. And so, yeah. and so that's what has given rise to this rabid belief in this. Uh, and so years ago in the Dark Ages, or even even not so much the Dark Ages, but in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, well, global warming wasn't talked as much. But what was being talked about? Um, evolution. And evolution. Do, do you hear much talk about evolution these days? No. But in, when you and I were teenagers, evolution was that religion. Because, again, no belief in God and desperately wanting to prove something else other than God. Uh, and, and so that became their religion. So it's just my opinion as to why the core. So, again, to rephrase the question or to reiterate the question, why? Do, what is at the core of the belief of someone that believes that the earth is going gonna, is gonna to be extinct in certain amount of time? According yeah. to some people, 12 years from now, AOC, according 12 years from now. What is at the core of the belief that we have to do all these things to save Earth? Again, I, I don't see God as part of it. Uh, I, I, oh, res I, I respect I, your opinion, but I, I don't see it because, when, again, when the Ice Age was coming, 
No one gave a crap. They read the thing and it was it came and went, even though it was on the cover of news. Yeah, but it didn't get near the it didn't get new because the the groundwork wasn't laid for the propaganda. They, I don't know if they were. I'm not going to say because I don't know the number of people who were religious back then, but it was. It, but it was already on the wane. Right. So I'm not sure how much God takes. I think people do it because it's the in thing to do, and they think other people are going to like them. I don't know if but God I, has any. Let me to clarify do with because maybe you're misunderstanding. I'm I'm not suggesting that they even know that they're that they are it's because of that God. That they're missing something. That there's not a whole they, like you and I talked about Christian. Void. It feel, yeah. exactly. It's like you void. and I talk about Christians having joy. How many right. people how, how many have joy? Right. I don't again, me personally They're filling a void. I understand. But it's right? not giving them joy, it's making it, them exactly. panic. Yeah, but the but the void is not a void, I'm not sh- I don't think for lack of religion. The vo- even though uh, lack of religion is creating a well, void, it, the void is to be part of the society. They want to be part of the society and feel that they're, they're not outsiders looking in. But but uh, Frank, and again, we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to turn this into. I you know, uh, I, I, wait, wait, I, I told them a quote I heard the other day, which which really meant something to me. There were people were talking and they said talking about uh, God and they said. A lot of people have no God, but everybody has a religion. Yeah. So it's go. what your religion is, there but you go. may not have a God. So uh, without getting, like, uh, to quote a friend, a dear friend of us, without getting too churchy here, I want to say that uh, I can take you through through several aspects of the Bible that every time man separated from God, and they began to do things intellectually and on their own accords and on their own efforts. They they spent energy, effort, and pretty much the, their entire existence on external things that took them nowhere. It's case Thank in point, you. case in point, the Tower of Babel. That's one. Or the people of Israel. Every time they they got close to God and God did things for them, and then they got away. They started doing these these things that are humanistic. And so my point is, is that I don't even think that they made a. You you don't read in the Bible anywhere where any of those people, even the people uh, that build the Tower of Babel, that say, "Okay, God, okay, guys, let's leave God aside now. Let's concentrate. We've been concentrating too much." No, it was a, a subconscious. It's it was uh, it was uh, uh, kind of a there wasn't even a segue. It was kind of gradual, they gradual. Took, they took control. They felt they could. They they took control themselves. Yes, they yes. Felt they could be in control. So, but I still say, yeah, submit but, to you but, that but, they don't even know. Right. But for me, the global warming aspect, and again, maybe I don't see the whole picture like you do, has nothing to do with with that aspect. It's well, it's, I'd be it's more, in it's, more of a, it's more of a propaganda and, and being part of it because, again, and I am biased. I know that when I look at it logically and read articles, there is nothing that can sustain their belief. Frank, you are seeing the the uh, and propaganda and all the. No, you're not biased. Or, you're the propaganda and everything else that you're mentioning that you see, that we all see, it, those are side symptoms of the train that left the station. But it all gets, um, it gives them, you can argue to, you can argue and say that it gives them joy to defend Earth, to defend, uh, like, the, those people in the commission, the commissioners of that city that just banned drive-thrus. It, they are thinking that, uh, I, I'd be curious to know where they stand on religion, and well, and I, probably I, I, you'd probably be surprised I, that maybe not they don't believe in God, and that this is this has become their God, this has become their religion, and that's what they're defending. 
They don't, they're not making a conscious effort that they're not going to believe in God. Right. They probably even go to church, but they're not living the life. I and think so, the statistics would back it up. I think Gorbachev, sure, could have been a impetus, a, a catalyst. But what environmentalism is today is totally separate. Oh, I agree. I don't think he knew what he was he was starting. Oh, no, no, wait. He, uh, he, he flicked he, a snowflake listen, off a mountain. Look at the whole thing about Presidio, where he moved, and yeah. the, the goal of his uh, think tank. It was about global warming. It was all about that. And today, uh, I mean, it's almost like a, like a, a university-like uh, consortium of people that go in there, and it was it started yeah. it started about global warming. And and the uh, scuttlebutt, beat, uh, William F. Buckley used to talk about this was if they didn't bring uh, capitalism down with might. This is what they'll use to, which is why I gave you the problem. Is you can't bring it down. Global warm. First of all, there's two things I go. One, um, you can't bring capitalism down because, well, one is when have we ever been right? We've never been right before with the cooling, the whole cooling thing in the 70s, and we've never been right. Science has never been right. Evolution, right, which was a doctrine for how a couple a hundred years. And still right. is to some extent. Yeah, I mean we've we've never been right, so I'm not putting my money this time either. Right? It's all it's all been. Nobody wants to talk about that. The other thing is you'll never. Uh, nothing's brought poverty out and people more people out of poverty than capitalism and carbon emit carbon carbon Absolutely. fuels. Nothing. Absolutely. And you're now about to bring the two most populous countries in the history of humanity on board. And there's no way in hell that China and India, just as two examples, are ever going to come on board with this, just as they're finally... But that's why I said to destroy capitalism, because they know that those countries aren't going to come on board. The only thing that gets affected with us complying with all these crazy rules, AOC, us. is us. They want to destroy, that's why I say, a propaganda or, yeah, uh, uh, like you say, uh, the... Uh, yeah, so if your goal is to destroy us... Because China's never going to do it. It's no, like, they do. They do like I think a crazy number, like a, a coal-fired uh, oh, furnace oh, yeah, or every, energy yeah. every three weeks or four, four weeks. It's a ridiculous number, well, you know. And they're wearing masks over there on a daily basis. People, yeah. you know, so I mean, it's a different. So and, it's, and, it's, and and it's hard to tell them no because look how we benefited from it. So yeah. our society benefited from capitalism. India and the other ones are coming up, and now we're saying to them, hell. No, no, you can't do Hit that. Hit the brakes. Yeah. You, you can't yeah, grow that, like that, we that's... did. And But again, everything's a picture in time. So we were at the right place in the right time. It just happened to work out that way. Well, we but, created it. Yeah. But again, so send AOC over there and have him talk to President um, Chi uh, and tell him to knock it off. And, and if she gets somewhere there, then we can talk. The bottom line of what I'm trying to say is that the uh, perspectives go out of whack. Uh, when God is not at the center of whatever it is that you're doing, and and therefore your values, your perspective. That's why we have people that treat pets better than children. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder. I wonder if you had a story about someone aborting uh, pets, aborting a dog having puppies. All right. How much uh, news you think that would get versus someone aborting a baby? Oh yeah. You know, I mean, and so ridiculous. perspectives go out of whack, values go out of whack, uh, and then th then that's why some uh, the, the global warming crowd uh, gets more excited about 
all these rules and regulations that put farmers out of business, uh, and they they forget the that the at the, at the helm. We've been studying this, and as we study the Ten Commandments, it's uh, at the helm is human life right. should be at the top. And yeah, everything but I else. spoke about earlier when it when you diminish the value of life, everything follows. Everything the follows the chain. So yeah, so it's part of the apostasy. Apart. It's part of the pulling at the fabric of life, which is it's all biblical, and I can show you that. If we had more time, and so again, it, 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 that, this is personal. It's my personal opinion, in that it's just nothing more than a replacement, filling a void, like you said, Tom. Well, people filling a void, religion, like you said. Um, people, everybody has a religion, because that's what I didn't say that. I, I listen. Well, I got that from what? a quote from someone else. I didn't make that up. Now, I want to make true, sure. What that, that religion and God that really go hand in hand. That yeah, that struck me. What was that? Nazism was close to a religion. So, anything else? I forgot mine. Um, just interesting. Me, my pet peeve, other than I have two that just drive me. One is, and it relates to everything we spoke about today, and that is why we're all asleep acting like morons in this country. Um, if we let the Constitution go, we're done. And, and with everything that goes on, it's not that I care so much about Trump and that I care so much about this person or that person or Republican versus Democrat. I care about the First, Second, and Fourth Amendment. And they are under such extreme attack now for the first time, you know, all together in our history. And, and obviously I'm a conservative because I'm, I'm, I'm not, we're not the ones doing the attacking. But it scares the hell out of me that, you know, 250 million people in this country have no idea that it's going on. Exactly right. And, and, and that was done purposely. You know, so the education on, on uh, the Constitution, on the founding fathers has diminished over time. And again, like I said, if you destroy the foundation, the Russian thing, we know the future we're sure of, we're not too sure of the past. Right. Destroy the past, you destroy the person. And that's where you can say Hong Kong is important because guess what Hong Kong doesn't have? First, second, and fourth amendment. Yep, okay? And so you have, we have, for the first time, we have presidential candidates talking about all, all of them. We have president, presidential candidates talking about entering our homes and taking our guns. We have presidential candidates talking about, uh, you know, the, the whole abortion situation. We have our college campuses that are totally shutting down free speech and having no understanding as to what free speech is. Mm-hmm. No understanding whatsoever. You know, high school, you walk into your high school uh, with a shirt that says President Trump on it, and you're not allowed to wear it, a shirt with the name of your president on it. Um, I, I'm being told that if I go into Disney World with a with a MAGA hat on, that I would be asked told to take it off. Really, yeah. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. So that that's what scares the crap out of me. Tolerance because, because we are window. we are savages, like so much of the rest of the world. If you take those things away from us, and all three of them simultaneously are now under attack, uh, you know, very clandestinely with uh, red flag laws and background check nonsense. You know, that, that all sounds good, just like global warming sounds great. Let's all go and do. But those things are direct attacks, all right? And we now have a president that's under incredible attack uh, with regards to the Fourth Amendment. The right, of, the right of due process is, is all of this is under attack and under severe threat. We lose them and we're done. There's no going back. It's over. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
If you have any questions or suggestions for future discussions, you can reach out to us on Twitter at the WTF Podcast or email us at wisdomtruthandfreedom at gmail.com. Like always, stay wise, speak the truth, and search for freedom.